0: When you beat, it says that uh, you exist, live a certain thing, and in our case, every single day, you strive to be calm every day. In every situation or circumstance. But if you'll notice the text again, a person of understanding has a calm spirit. So in order to become calm, you have to have Understanding. One opposite of understanding is ignorance. Ignorance, from a simplistic standpoint, is just not being aware of something. You just don't know. You don't know. Ain't blank and one of the saddest things about being ignorant or not knowing uh when it comes to some people is that even though they don't know they try to act like they do have you ever been to the point to where you you really didn't know but you didn't want folks to know you didn't know so you tried to act like you That's not good. That's not good. It, it, you, they, somebody is talking about something and you act like you know what they're talking about, but you don't. And when you act like you know, but you don't, it, it turns you into a fake. And in some cases, a lie. You know, because you don't know what you say, saying. I know what you're talking about. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't, and that pride won't just allow you to say, Look, can you tell me what that means? Just, just stop the person and ask them because if not, you're going to be operating in ignorance. God does not want his people operating in ignorance, he wants you to know things. I said, He wants you to know. Or be aware of things. Now taking ignorance further. Is when you know something. But you, you reject it. You won't use what you, you know. You know you shouldn't do A, B, and C. You know it. You understand that. But you still do A, B, and see so you can know something but be ignorant because you won't use what you know Woo! say to your neighbor so far we have been guilty of both things at one time or another and look at them with a straight face and say am i right And, and so it, it's important for us yes to understand but to use what we know. See when you understand you perceive something and to perceive means to seize completely. I mean you, you just point blank got it. Pastor say there's a Blessing in giving tithe to God, and he gave us a scripture. Got it. And so you use it. That's a person of understanding. You, you, you don't just, you're not just aware of it, but you perceive it to the point to where you, you seize it. And you just, and you use it. And see, understanding is something, biblically speaking, and I'm finna to take you there, that that you have, you have to apply it. You have to apply understanding. Let's consider Proverbs two. Proverbs two. Go there. Just turn the page a little bit. Ready? Proverbs 2 and 2. When you get there, say, I'm that preacher. Yeah. Proverbs 2 and 2. So that you incline your ear to wisdom, but then he says, and apply your heart to understanding. Understanding is something you have to apply. What is apply? It's just like... Um, You know your hair dry, your skin dry. So you take the lotion and you what? You use it. You put it on. You. you have to take understanding what you get from the word and use it. Understanding will not benefit you when it comes to your thought. Your words and your deeds, if you don't apply it. You have to apply it. But notice, specifically, according to the text, apply your heart to what? You have to allow understanding to get in your heart and use it. When something is attacking your feelings, Use your understanding. Use your understanding so you won't get emotional in a way you should Use your understanding so your mind won't start to wonder about this, that, and the other. Use your understanding to, to keep your heart or your mind in the right place. Because when certain things happen, it's going to attack your mind, your feelings, and so forth. And, and, and your humanity for a minute is, is going to come out. But once you recognize that your feelings are trying to go in a direction they shouldn't go, or your mind is trying to think on something, it shouldn't go, you apply understanding. I can't break it down no more than that. How many understand it? Just by just by show sure of hands, you, you, you understand what I'm talking about? Apply your heart to what? Let's take a little further. Let's go to uh, Proverbs 2 and 11. Look at what he says in reference to understanding. Proverbs 2 and 11 by saying discretion will preserve you. Understanding will what? And keep in the verse means protect. It'll protect you. What you are aware of will protect you. Bottom line, if you don't have understanding, you'll mess yourself up. If you don't use or apply understanding, you can mess yourself up and somebody else. An ignorant preacher can mess up a whole congregation. That's reading, I want you to bring your Bible. I want you to follow me. So you won't just say, Pastor said it. You got it right before you. You can bowl as a pastor and the Bible. Or oh, drop, pastor. the Bible says. But you have to be to the point to where you allow understanding to protect you. Most of all from yourself. Don't, ne- don't ever get to the point to where you get around, folk, and you act like you ain't been taught. Because understanding in reference to your pastor comes from him teaching you. Jeremiah 3 and 15, the prophecy, I'll give you shepherds according to my heart that will feed you with what? Don't act like you, you had not been taught. Don't act like you don't understand. Pastor, I know I was wrong, yeah, but, but you, you gotta be mature now. You don't need to just know you know you were wrong, you need to apply it. Because when you apply it, it will protect you. Now I'm finna drop something else on you in reference to understanding at, before we move on to something else. Y'all ready? Let's go to the ninth chapter Proverbs. We finna drop it. Y'all in the drop zone. If you don't want it, you better get out that drop zone. Because I'm almost finna drop it. Proverbs 9 and 6. You didn't move, so I guess you want the drop. Ready? Proverbs 9 and 6. Forsake foolishness and live. You got a choice, don't you? And you can make that choice. Notice he says to the people that he's talking to, forsake foolishness and what? And then he turns around and says, and go in the way of what? That means you got a choice. But you got, you, you got a choice. You don't have to go in the way of understanding. But, but notice, go in the way of what? Understanding, based upon this verse, needs to become a lifestyle. You need to live according To your understanding. Can I break it down a little more? You need to live. According to what. God has given you. Understanding. In. When it comes to the. Written. And revealed. Word of God. When you get understanding. From just. Meditating and studying in your private time. You need to live it. When you come to church and your shepherd drops on you understanding. It needs to become a part of your thoughts. Your words and your deeds. It needs to become a lifestyle. You need to understand, you, you need to have understanding when you go to a car lot, like, like, look, I'm just gonna let God lead me. I know these folk gonna be saying this, that, and the other, but but I'm just gonna allow God to just talk to me and tell me what to do and what not to do. I gotta go to court, so what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna allow the Lord to just lead me. And tell me what to and what not to do based upon the understanding that he has given me. Understanding should be a lifestyle. And you have to understand, God will give you understanding directly and indirectly. He'll give give you understanding through your preacher, yeah. But he'll give you understanding through another person that has the Spirit of God in him or her. But you have to be careful when it comes to some folk, right? Yeah. But you need to have a lifestyle that says uh, you are on the path, a way of understanding. That's real clear, isn't it? Back in Proverbs 17 and 27, a person of understanding has a calm spirit. So if you start thinking, talking, and doing based upon your understanding, you're going to enter into a state Of being calm, you're gonna become a calm person once you start applying understanding. Y'all looking at that verse? A person of understanding. Finish it. Y'all, we got to read on a card. Let's let's try it on one. One. See, some of y'all looking at me, I need you to look at, it, look at that verse. And just read it on one. 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 Well, you got to understand that you have the capacity to be of a calm spirit. Your mind can be calm. Feelings can be calm. You can just be in a state of calmness. Everybody understand that before I go any further. This, these are not my words. These are based upon the text. So it's a revelation, right? Now understand this. If, once you enter into that state, you need to allow what you're understanding to cause you to just be or exist as a calm person. No matter what things or what people try to rally you, You need to allow your understanding to keep you calm. That's clear, isn't it? If I am being calm, it says that I am not allowing. Worry to run my life. Not allowing anxiety to tell me how to think, how to talk, and how to act. Doesn't mean that worry ain't at the back door trying to come on in. But because I am going to let worry stay at the back door. You can knock, but you ain't coming in. <laughs> See, you got to understand, stuff going to come at your mind, but you don't have to let it in. I just wish it to go. It ain't going to go away. Where are we going to be now? But you, you don't have to let it come in. You just remain calm. You ain't going to make me cut up. You're going to stay right there. Frustration is going to come. Don't don't allow it to get you out of your calm place. Be calm and let frustration stay at the front door and worry at the back. Thank you. (laughs) Or if you decide, I just want worry to go down the street. You are a free moral agent. You are a child of God that has authority to do that. Now, this is a process. It's not going to just happen at once. You, You have to learn how to do this. But see, God is maturing us, and it's time for us to let worry, frustration, and such know that your days of influencing me, your days of running me are over. Over. I'm kicking you to the curb. It's over. over. You got that calm spirit. You're calm. But again, worry we going to come. And this is the thing worry will come through your spouse. Your cousin, your best friend. But you can't let whoever is trying to bring worry to your door in. You can't let them in your mind. You cannot let that person get to you that's coming to you with frustration. Even if it's your own child. And sometimes you just have to speak to those spirits. Look, I don't want to hear that. If that's what you got to talk, you need to go somewhere else. I didn't get much help right in here. No, I ain't mad at y'all, period. I ain't mad at y'all, period, about respect. I'm just going to teach it. If you're going to receive it, you're going to receive it. If not, because we know that some folks we just have to pray for, right? You have to point them out sometime who you need to pray for. Just have to point them out. Y'all agree? Let me show you something though. This this is so powerful. Well, well well let me let me deal with something first before I before I before I take you to a scripture. When you are a person that has entered into a state of calmness, a bottom line, you don't made the choice to be calm, you're at peace. You are at peace. Now, the primary definition of peace, biblically speaking, whether you're talking about peace from an Old Testament standpoint, uh, which means shalom, or peace from a New Testament standpoint, it means a ring. You are in a prosperous place. When you are calm or you're in a state of peace, You are in a prosperous place. You hear me? You are in a good, better, a wonderful place. I don't know about y'all. I like being in a wonderful place. And, and, And when you know how to get your mind into a wonderful place you need to stay right there. When, when you know how to leave your troubles at the door or kick them to the curb you are in a wonderful place and, and i like getting to that place man when stuff come at me and it rally me for a minute but but then i apply understanding and get in that place i be like oh man i I can stay right here all day. You hear me? But you're in a place of peace, of prosperity. That's where you are. Biblically speaking, you're in a place that God wants his children to be. Third John 2 says, beloved, I wish above all things that you what? Prosper and be in health even as your soul does prosper. I like being in that place of peace. Again, because it's a prosperous place. But let's just deal with uh, being calm or in a place, a state of peace. Let's go to to, uh, Psalm 29. Lord have mercy. Psalm twenty nine. Verse eleven. When you get there, say, Preach them there. This is so profound. The Lord would give strength to his people. But well, we interested we in that second clause. The Lord will bless his children with peace. Y'all gotta help me read this with a loud voice on two. Two. With what? This is a guarantee. Who going to stop God from blessing you? Nobody but you. But it's a guarantee. He going to bless you, but some folk don't want to be blessed. God going to bless you with peace, but are you going to accept His peace? Man, I'm trying to tell you how you can be blessed. Man, I, I just, not right now. Some folk just don't want no blessing. And when it comes to Proverbs 29 and 11, that louder clause, do you want the blessing? It's a blessing and it implies a promise. 2 Corinthians 1 and 20, all of the promises of God in him are? Yes. And what? Say to your neighbor, we're looking at a guarantee. guarantee. And we ain't talking about no fake guarantee. This is from God. You have a lifetime limited guarantee. You read any one of them? And then when you you try to get it, they tell you, well, look, you know it's limited. In other words, it's a fake one. This is not fake right here. He will bless his people with peace. That's what he going to do. He going to bless us with peace. And when we rightly divide the word, we know one way he going to bless us with peace is through understanding. I'm going to make sure that she has understanding. And what she going through. And when he drops that understanding on you. You can't call it but one thing. A blessing. Man I came in here. Didn't know which way to go. But then God dropped that understanding on you. Oh God. Thank you for the blessing. The Bible says he lows us down with what? He lows us down every single day. But you got to be able to recognize your blessing. And understanding is definitely a blessing. But when, when, when he guarantees something, such as peace, we should never reject it. We should say, yes, Lord. Amen? Amen. Look at it one more time, and we got to move on. Look at it. Ladder, we're just going to read that latter clause on one one touch yourself and say God wants me to have peace he wants me to be calm he wants me to be able to handle whatever I go through the Lord does not want me stressed out he does not want me stressed out You got to have that understanding, whatever you go through, that he don't want you to stress over. To the point to where you lose control. That's not God's wish. That's not what he wants for you. The Lord will bless his people with peace. He wants you to have a calm spirit. Last scripture, let's go to uh, the New Testament, Colossians. The book of Colossians, chapter 3. Colossians, chapter 3, verse 15. Colossians 3 and 15. When you get there, say, Preacher, I'm there. I hear some pages turning. I want everybody there, if if you're able. Don't fake it on me. Don't stop at uh, Mark. And you know we're headed to Colossians 3. Colossians 3 and 15. Ready? This is what Paul told the church of Colossae. Let the peace of God rule. In your hearts. Let. The peace of God. Rule well. That means you have the capacity. To put this verse into action. Tell God to let the peace of. He didn't say that did he? He told you. Us. Us. To let the peace of God rule in our feelings, mind, in our words, deeds. Let the peace of God rule. You got to give. The peace of God, which is a blessing. Authority. You got to give it authority. Let the peace of God rule or have authority. In your feelings. Let the peace of Of God, rule or have authority in your feelings. Let the peace of God be the one that influences you how to think, talk, and act. Rule also means to prevail. To prevail. To prevail means to win or be victorious. When you allow the peace of God to rule in your heart, you're going to win. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You're going to come out the victor you going to come out triumphant. Why is that? Who can beat God? Who's going to defeat God? You see how come the enemy fights us to, to try to make us yield to our feelings, our mind, and, and not to what God said? Because the enemy wants to win. But, but if we, we learn how to be mature... And just let God be God. We'll win. I said we will win. win. Let the peace of God do what? Rule. Let him have authority. So you can be victorious. I'm just breaking it down. Let him have authority. So you. Can be victorious. Let the peace of God. Fight your battles. You can't win against what's attacking you. But if you will move over. And let God's peace. Take over. He'll make you look good. Or it'll make you look good. Let. The peace of God rule well, Man, she act like she didn't even hear what they say. What's going on with her? She sure is acting strange. No, that ain't strange. She acting the way she should act as a Christian. She is calm because that's how God told her to be. And just because all of y'all are acting confused does not mean she is wrong. No, she's just doing what God has told her to do based upon her understanding. You see how all of it that we talked about just ties in. Is ruling you get to the point, man, to where it, it rules, to where you, you'll, ju- you'll be just like Elijah. When his servant was all confused, but, it, but the man of God was just as calm. He said, look, we surround. He said, ain't no way we, we can escape this right here. He said, you just don't know who with us. He was just as calm. He, he said, they're, they're more with us than against us. And God didn't even use the army that Elijah saw in the spirit. Didn't even use them. He just simply sent a word. And, and, and the word just simply said, blind them so he can get out. Blinded all of his enemies. And he did this right here. They, was, they surrounded him, but he, he didn't run out. He just walked right out. Just walk right on out. You understand what I'm saying? But he had peace. He had learned how to be calm. And see, all of this stuff that I'm teaching you, it, it, it's just going to take us growing up, being mature, not allowing what we see to run us, Not allowing what we feel to run us, but allowing what God told us to do, allowing it to happen. Again, this powerful verse, Colossians 3 and 15, that latter part. Let the peace of God, or the first part, let the peace of God, what? Rule. Let it rule. Be be calm, let it rule. You don't have the mind to handle all this. So just let it, just let the peace of God, let that A ring, just tell you exactly what you need to do. And remember peace, the primary definition, prosperity. Let prosperity rule your heart. Let him show you how to be productive in a horrendous situation. Let him show you how to come out. When all the odds are against you. Lord, I'm going to stop right there. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise.